At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside the VEASAN studios here at the Circle Resort and Casino. This is Odds On. Femi Abebefe in for Mike Palm, riding alongside Amal Shah. Amal, how we doing on this Wednesday morning? I'm doing well, thanks, buddy. How are you? Doing fantastic. We got a great show on tap for you guys. Over the next 60 minutes, make sure to tweet at us, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Amal Shah 1 is where you can find Amal, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. A great guest joining us at 1130, Frank Schwab, NFL and sports betting analyst over at Yahoo Sports, talking rookie of the year, offensive and defensive, also MLB, NBA, NHL as well with Frank. It's day three of the NHL playoffs. We'll break down the card, which includes four games in 15 minutes. We have MLB games in progress right now. We'll also speak to what's ahead later on this afternoon. Amal in and Femi's fire in 45 minutes to end the show. But first, Amal, we begin with the NBA playoffs. Last night, we saw the Boston Celtics even up the series in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They defeat the Milwaukee Bucks 109-86. Boston covers the four-point spread. Game goes under the total as we are knotted up heading back to Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm pretty mad at myself. Uh, I played this game on the money line in a parlay, but to me, and I was concerned about laying the points, and I could not have been more wrong on that. Boston wins this game so comfortably by 23 points. They come out of the block really strong, Femi. If you look back on it, probably the second-best spot we've seen in the playoffs outside of uh, Memphis at home against Minnesota in Game 2, mm-hmm. where they blow them out after losing Game 1. Uh, this could be an interesting series. Now we got a crucial Game 3 and 4 coming back in Milwaukee. The big takeaway from this game was Boston shooting from beyond the arc. I mean, they made 23-pointers, and after the game, a lot of people were talking about how the Celtics need to also get some two-pointers, almost diversify their offensive output because they seem so reliant on the three-point shot there. Do you think that the Celtics team can continue the three-pointers? Because it seems like Milwaukee is very content on letting them take as many as they want. Well, look, I think it's a bit of a risky proposition from this standpoint. This is what the NBA is today, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is how teams perform offensively. It's based on what they're going to do from beyond the perimeter. You mentioned it yesterday. They go 20 for 43, terrific shooting in game number one. Even though they lost, they took 53-point attempts. They still made 36%. You feel pretty good if you're Boston. Based on that, that's that's generally going to be a strong number for you there. Uh, but they came out really hot. I think they started this game 7-for-9 from beyond the arc yep. or uh, somewhere in that range and just continued to stay hot throughout and really shot the ball well. On the flip side, Milwaukee on the three-point line, minus 51. Boston had 20 made threes, Milwaukee wow. with just three. 
that that is I mean, anytime you're going to see that disparity you're going to get the result that we got last night with the celtics evening up the series game three early look here mall boston three-point dogs for game three in milwaukee the totals 213 yeah, I thought this number might be closer to four, but I'm a little bit surprised by it. I think Milwaukee comes back and plays extremely well. They played very poor. Now they're going to get home at, with, at five serve with their fans. I like them in that particular spot. And, you know, it's unfortunate, though, Femi. They're not playing again, if I'm not mistaken, until Saturday. Saturday, yep. So it's, <laughs> they drive, they drive, are they driving back to Milwaukee? What the hell is going on here? I think they're taking the Greyhound, possibly. <laughs> What, what, what are we making a stop in New York at the Port Authority? I mean, what the hell is going on here? Is there a reason why we've got a four-day hiatus here? There's no game on on Thursday in the NBA for some reason. I'm not well, sure what's... No, you know what? I understand why. Because, you know, TNT's only had a Thursday broadcast for the last 50 years. We wouldn't want them to have another game on Thursday. We're going to wait till Saturday. Jesus Christ, what the hell are they doing out here? Times are tough for some folks. We got to cut back on travel budget, I guess. I, I, <laughs> That's what we're doing. So if somebody knows what Greyhound bus they're at, you know, I'd love for a state trooper to pull them over somewhere and let them know, guys, this is unacceptable. <laughs> and just issue the ticket to the league. This is pathetic. It's interesting because we're going to see the Warriors-Grizzlies series also, I think, I believe Saturday or one of these days. Well, it's another extended break. But the Grizzlies, they beat the Warriors last night, 106-101. to Grizzlies, they were two-point dogs. They win the game outright. Game goes under as well. It's kind of a theme in these NBA playoffs. The total was 227.5. We're tied at one. Dylan Brooks got ejected early on in the game. And it looked like, okay, Memphis is just going to be dumb and they're going to somehow find a way to lose this game. But Ja Morant can't say more about Ja. Yeah, he was outstanding. The uh, Dylan Brooks uh, flagrant foul, obviously leading to an ejection. Gary Payton Jr. injured, leaves the game. And I don't believe he's going to return um, yep. for this series, if I'm not mistaken. But a uh, real cru- crucial blow to the 70s, uh, 76ers, to the uh, Warriors there. I still like Golden State in this series. I think this thing is probably done in uh, five games. Look, it took a monumental effort from John Morant for them to be able to win this game last night. Goes for 47. I thought there was a couple of plays down the stretch where Golden State might have gotten a better look, mm-hmm. um, but they missed a couple of shots. Other than that, they, they were right there once again. If you're Memphis, you got to feel like, wow, it took us everything to play perfectly, and we still couldn't get it done. Yeah, the Warriors, 18% from three-point range. They just did not get it done on the offensive end of the floor. Klay Thompson, he had a rough outing there, 2 of 12. The travel, when it was down three, and then he just took too many steps, and they called him for it, and then that's when Memphis was able to kind of seize control there. You know who's funny? I, I saw a bunch of, I think it might have been the Memphis bench, or I'm sorry, it was actually on that Golden State bench side, but mm-hmm. might have been Memphis fans that were yelling for a travel. I was shocked when I saw the travel call. I mean, it's so arbitrary when they decide to call it, <laughs> so I don't expect in a uh, clunch uh, Critical me, situation. Yeah, for them to call a travel there. I, I was really surprised. The game three line in this series that's knotted up at one, I actually agree with you. I think this is going to be a five-game series in favor of the Warriors. Warriors, six-and-a-half-point favorites, total 226-and-a-half. So it's starting to tick down a touch there after this game went well under in game two. Yeah, not a surprise there. But, you know, this game almost found overtime potentially last night. Um, the offensive rebound was crucial for uh, Memphis in that one to kind of put themselves in a position to be able to hold on and win. But I think Golden State's going to be in great shape here. And, you know, you mentioned this game's not going until Saturday. But here's the problem, Femi. Philly, Miami, and Dallas, Phoenix both play on Friday. They'll have games three. And we're going to talk about games two, obviously, Mm -hmm. in a second here. But can you explain why they have game three before these guys even play game three and they're playing on Tuesday? Apparently, they wanted to avoid Thursday on the uh, maybe Cinco de Mayo. The The NBA wants to avoid that. Cinco de Mayo is going to take away from the ratings draw there, so they didn't want to play on that day tomorrow. So we get no game tomorrow in the association, but we do get two tonight, starting with the 76ers and the Miami Heat. The Heat are big favorites in this series because of the absence of Joel Embiid for at least these first two games on South Beach there. Miami, eight-point favorites, total 208 here. And Philadelphia, Doc Rivers, is he waved the white flag with about five minutes to go in game one here. You think they can respond here in game number two? I think they'll be competitive. I still think Miami's a far better team without Joel Embiid in the lineup. I mean, it's hard to lose a player of that caliber. He can stretch you out to the perimeter. We know what he can do inside. Really a complete basketball player. And then terrific at the free throw line for a big man. I mean, when was the last time you saw a big guy outside of Dirk that could shoot at the free throw line the way Embiid does? Yeah. So I think it's going to be tough for Philadelphia here. I would like to see if Philly can keep it close, put themselves in a situation. Maybe they can steal a game late, but I just don't think that happens. If Philly were to steal a game, let's say they win tonight as eight-point dogs, would you be interested in the Sixers on a serious price 
thinking that Embiid should be able to come back for either game three or four in Philadelphia. Yeah, possibility. But here's a concern I have with Embiid before I back uh, Philadelphia. Number one, how does he react? Because sometimes you get a certain type of injury. It may take away your aggression or your aggressiveness because you're fearful of re-aggravating mm-hmm. or making the injury worse. The other thing is um, I want to see how Miami defends him and what they do. I think Miami's a more complete team. They haven't gotten credit for what they did all year long, being the number one seed. Um, you know, in my opinion, major coaching mismatch here with Spo and Doc Rivers. Uh, so I, I'm taking a wait-and-see approach. And by the way, James Harden, it's like a, he's like a forgotten man on this team all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, you look at Tyrese Maxey as a guy. We know Harris is there, Thibault uh, defensively. But on the flip side, Miami's got some young, talented guys. They've got some good players. And Tyler Hero really played well last game out as well. Congratulations to all the people who had Tyler Hero, sixth man of the year, able to cash those tickets last night. They're here with another strong performance in game two. Suns and the Mavericks, a very interesting series out west. A lot of people thought it could be competitive Phoenix played so well in game number one. Now in game two, six-point favorites here is the consensus number, 216, 216 and a half being the total where the Suns, they try to go up two games to O on Luka Doncic and the Mavs. Yeah, I think Dallas will come out and play better, uh, but Phoenix really was in control of that basketball game. Mm-hmm. You never felt like in that game Phoenix was going to lose the game straight up. I don't know. I don't know if you saw it differently, but to me, I, I thought the Suns were in complete control. This team, if you're Phoenix – because I believe they're in the more difficult series. You've got to hold serve here, not because you're worried about getting eliminated by Dallas. Obviously, that's a possibility. But you want to minimize the number of games you're going to play before you have to face off against Golden State because you want to have Booker as healthy as possible. You're going to need him to be at his best to be able to knock off the Warriors. And he looked really good in game number one there. He was talking, and he felt like he was a little bit more confident. Chris Paul was terrific per usual here. Luca though, he had a heck of a game, about 45 points in game number one, and they still lost, and they never were really threatening Phoenix here. Like, was that an early sign of things to come of, hey, Dallas might not have a chance if Luka's playing that well and they still can't win? Well, look, I know Jalen Brunson has played well, particularly against Utah and what we saw in this postseason, but are you really a believer that Jalen Brunson is the number two or a Robin to go with uh, Luka Doncic? That's, t- I, that's a tough ask in a playoff series. That's, that's exactly, and I don't see it that way either. So for me, when I look at Dallas, I say, okay, you got Luka. Now you got these role players. Mm-hmm. And maybe Brunson's a little bit more than that long, you know, over, over the course of his career. But I don't look at Jalen Brunson just because you beat up on Utah and sit there and say, you know what? Wow, we got to go out. We got to hold this guy to 23 tonight. <laughs> I mean, look, if he hits a few shots, you live with it. I think Phoenix, with what they've got from their talent and their depth, they're going to be a tough out. This team won 66 games in the regular season. I don't care what's going on. If everybody's sitting out like they are in today's NBA, still to figure out a way to win 66 games over the course of a regular season, incredibly impressive. Well, what's even more impressive is that they made it all the way to the finals last year. The finals didn't end until late July. So it was the quick turnaround where we thought it might hurt them as we saw the teams coming from the bubble, but they were able to still win those games. Uh, 64 games, not 66. 64 and 18 for the Phoenix. Monty Williams is probably going to be the coach of the year. Well, want more betting insights to give you an edge? Well, check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts, tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. On the other side, we go to the ice. Talking a little NHL playoffs here on Odds On VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Well, have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Just look for three letters. Z-Y-N. Zin nicotine pouches are satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They are available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back. This is Odds On coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the Circa Resort in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Amal Shah here. And Amal, let's go to the NHL before we can turn our attention to tonight's card. Four games on tonight's playoff card. We have to look back at what we saw last night. Penguins, Rangers, an instant classic there in game one at MSG. Penguins defeating the Rangers 4-3 in not one, not two, but three overtime. Thank God didn't go seven, LeBron. I know, right? Not five, not six, not seven. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, you know, nice job by Pittsburgh in this one. They're down 2 nothing, level this thing up, and then fall behind 3-2 again. But they were relentless. They wind up with 83 shots on goal. I'll tell you what. How about that second overtime? A combined 36 shots between the two teams. That's insane. Uh, but they find a way through. The big story in this one, though, Casey DeSmith gets injured, I believe, in the first overtime. And then we see Louis Domingue come in and does a great job. I think he had 17 sh- uh, saves in that particular spot. They win the game and uh, now take away home ice advantage. But this feels like it is going to be a seven-game war. Yeah, it's going to be a fun series here between Pittsburgh and New York. The other games we saw last night, and I want to see if anything kind of stood out to you. Capitals defeat the Panthers 4-2 to down there in Raleigh. And then we had the Avalanche. They put up a touchdown <laughs> on Nashville there, 7-2 the final there. Then the Flames, they beat the Dallas Stars 1-0. What jumped out to you from last night's NHL action aside from the triple OT thriller? I want to start with the Avalanche because I was so impressed. Five goals in the first period. I mean, they basically took a knee like Bob Stoops did against Texas A&M. Uh, you know, and I think that one was 77-0. Uh, really a dominant performance in this game. Never even close. Colorado just running away with this one. Uh, and then Washington, Florida. Femi, the one problem that Mike and I have talked about with Florida Florida is, could they score in the playoffs? It's a whole different animal. 
And we saw it last night. Washington said, listen, Vita Vanacek, we, did, we believe in him. We're going to defend. We'll take our opportunities. They do just that. They capitalize when the chances are there. And they go on and win this game. Pay attention to one thing, though, in this matchup. John Carlson got hurt in this game late. Got dinged up on a shot. Um, if he doesn't go, that could be a blow for the uh, Washington Capitals in this one. So something to pay attention to going forward in game number two. And then I thought one of the fastest games I've seen played in a while was this uh, Stars-Flames game. one nothing. Calgary scores on a power play goal. There were 10 power plays in this game. Both teams combined to go one for 10. Um, you know, I, I think Dallas is playing a defensive game, and I think we'll see this one come back as a five, maybe a five and a half in game two. But I, I like where Calgary sits right now. I think they're going to have a great opportunity. This is going to be a challenging series. But if you can stay off the power play, I think both teams are going to have a hard time scoring on the five on five. Uh, I want to issue a correction. I said the Carolina Panthers. It is the Florida Panthers down there in Miami. They're not in Carolina. That would be Raleigh for the Carolina Hurricanes who play tonight hosting the Boston Bruins. How about that for a transition to mall? Boston taking on Carolina. Four o'clock is the puck drop. Game number two, the Hurricanes lead it one nothing here. What are you looking for in this game right now? The odds have the Hurricanes minus 120, the consensus number plus 100 for the Bruins the other way. Yeah, this thing was an overnight of minus 115 here. And I'll tell you what, I love Carolina. They've dominated this series during the regular season and now into the playoffs. They have outscored uh, Boston Femi in four games so far this season, 21 to 2. I mean, wow. you, you talk about dominance and a dominating performance. I think it's going to be tough for Boston. I expect to see Swayman in net tonight. That's the, the one thing to pay attention to. Um, I, I thought they might make a change. Omar didn't play terribly, but I don't know. I mean, to me, you might need a change. It might be too early to do that if you are uh, Cassidy in the Boston Bruins at this point in time. So on the one end, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Linus Olmark. But for me, I, I, th I love the way Swayman played this year. We'll see what happens there. But this Carolina team, Auntie Ranta has been terrific. They continue to play extremely well. I think Rob Brindamore is one of the most underrated coaches in the National Hockey League. I think Rob Brindamore is probably the toughest guy in the National Hockey League. I know I'm taking him in a fight over any other coach, but the bottom line is I don't know if anybody's team gets consistency and plays hard, and when they get a lead, this team is tough to come back on. It's interesting because these series, whether it's the NHL or the NBA, a lot of people in games number two like to point to a theory that you know might be referred to as the zigzag. Is that something that intrigues you when betting these NHL? Right now the series price for context Hurricanes minus 200, Bruins plus 170. But the only zigzag theory in the NHL playoffs here? Well, first thing I need to know is Boston could score more than one goal because I don't believe you're going to shut out Carolina on the road. Mm -hmm. So if you're not planning on shutting out the Hurricanes, I don't know how the hell you're going to win the game scoring one goal. They're averaging half a goal in four games against the Hurricanes right now. They got to get better. This Carolina team is really good. You know, Florida got a lot of the credit and deservedly so, and uh, Toronto's played well. Tampa's back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions, but... Florida, excuse me, Carolina fell out of like the spotlight a little bit down the stretch. This team is dangerous. I mean, they're very capable of winning this conference and coming out of it. So I, I would back Carolina here. I, I got to see it with the bees until I do. I'm just not buying them in this particular series. I think it's a bad matchup for them. Let's keep it pushing here. Tampa Bay is taking on Toronto. And this Maple Leafs team, it feels like their fans are always waiting for the other shoe to drop whenever they find a little bit of success. They won game one. They are minus 135 tonight here in game two. Lightning plus 115, the total at six and a half, the over even money. Yeah, I tell you what, Superstar showed out in that one. We saw Austin Matthews with two goals. Um, really a tremendous job here. I don't have a play on this game, but I expect Tampa to play much better. John Cooper's team, a little bit of a concern. Just you look at all the games over the last two years they've played going back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. It's not easy. And then when you are the Lightning, every game you have, especially on the road, you are every you get everybody's best shot. It's going to be a tough one here. This is an important game, though, for Toronto Femi because if you were to drop this game after winning and dominating 5 nothing. I mean, it really negates that first game performance. You got to build mm -hmm. on this one. And I'm not saying you're going to win in dominant fashion, but if you could do that, boy, you got to feel good going back to Tampa. Yeah. I mean, if Tampa's even, evens the series here, like whether you lose five, nothing or one, nothing, it still counts as one loss. Absolutely. Like, like the margin does not matter. Now it give, might give us a little bit of peek inside of what the true difference between these two teams is, but the margin doesn't really matter when you talk about these series. All that matters is the result. And right now the result is Toronto one, Tampa, nothing. We'll see after game two. Game two, this is an intriguing series. Minnesota and St. Louis. A lot of people kind of like this Minnesota team before the playoffs started. They get thumped in game one now. 
Now in game two, minus 130 against the Blues. The Blues plus 115 with a total at six and a half. I'll tell you what surprises me is Marc-Andre Fleury has been confirmed for tonight's game. That really shocks me. I thought they would go with Cam Talbot, but they want to go with the experience. Now they did. I, I think they gave up an empty netter the other night, so that's why we saw this final score. But I could be wrong, and I'm just double checking. Um, mm-hmm. No, it was not an empty netter. So Fleury ends up giving up uh, the goals. But to me, uh, Minnesota's got to get it going offensively. That's the big issue. Um, yeah, you know they had 37 shots on net, only got. Uh, I mean, didn't get any past Ville Husso. They've got to do a more effective job. They had success this year offensively against St. Louis. Can they do that? And this Minnesota team has been terrific during the regular season at home this year. Yeah, it was 4 nothing in Game 1. St. Louis stealing home ice in this series. We'll see if the Wild can bounce back. A really fun series so far. Kings and the Oilers. We saw L.A. win that game 4-3, stealing home ice in Edmonton. Well, now the Oilers minus 195 here in Game 2. Kings plus 160. Once again, total 6.5. Yeah, this is um, a tough one for me to call, but I, I think Edmonton bounces back here. But the price is too high for me to lay with Edmonton at $2. Really impressed. We got a little bit of old Jonathan Quick in that uh, part of that first game, and in the third <laughs> period was terrific. Edmonton really bombarding the net late in that game. But uh, the Kings taking advantage when they had the opportunities and really finding a way through. This, this is a huge game for Edmonton. You cannot afford to go down 2-0 and then have to play three out of the next five games in Los Angeles. We've seen all eight game ones so far. Which team impressed you the most through this first round of games in the NHL playoffs? Uh, you know, Mike said Toronto, and I don't disagree with that. Um, to me, I thought St. Louis was really impressive. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm going to go with the Carolina Hurricanes. I, I thought that's, they were That's done. your team. You're hitting yeah, your wagon. Well, I've been with team. them for a while, yeah, right? I okay. thought Carolina all year is pretty good in the East, and I thought uh, out West it would be Calgary. But – you know, you can't discount also what Colorado did. Now, part of it with Colorado, you're not going to give them the credit because they are so good and you expect it. Like, this yeah. is a team. It doesn't matter what Colorado does against Nashville. Can they come out of the West? That's yep. the big question mark. You can do, you can score a million goals, but unless you put it together, it won't matter at the end of the day. So we'll see what the Avalanche are able to do. By the way, they're now minus $16. <laughs> That's insane. It almost feels like for Colorado, based on what we saw last year, there were such big favorites going into the playoffs. They trip up against the Vegas Golden Knights where – the playoffs have started, but they haven't quite started for Colorado just yet. Right. You're absolutely right. And it, it's a great point. They're a long way away. This this, this is just this is their preseason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we got eight games that are going to matter for them coming up yeah. still, assuming they get past Nashville. They got to get it done. Nathan McKinnon and all those guys out there for the Avs, they're a really fun team to watch. We'll see if it can translate to playoff success here in 2022. On the other side, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports betting analyst, joins us. Talk a little NBA and also NHL. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The Kentucky Derby is Saturday, and right now, VSIN is offering you a special $9.99 Kentucky Derby betting guide with previews of all the horses and jockeys for every race, plus best bets for the entire weekend, including the Run for the Roses. Pre-order your copy now for only $9.99 at vsin.com slash derbyguide. That's vsin.com slash derbyguide. Welcome back. This is Odds On, coming to you from the vsin studios at the Circa Resort in Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Amal Shah. I'm in there for Mike Palm, who is out today and. It's the 30-minute mark here on a Wednesday, which means we've got to bring in our buddy from Yahoo Sports. He is Frank Schwab, NFL and sports betting analyst over there for the good folks at Yahoo. Frank, we appreciate you joining us this morning. I want to start with you in the NBA. We were talking during the break there. You're talking about your Milwaukee Bucks. They took it on the chin a little bit in Game 2 against Boston. But tonight we have the Miami Heat, Game 2, eight-point favorites against the Sixers, total 208. What do you like in this game? I don't feel strongly about it, but I'll take the Sixers. I, I was on them too in game one, just thinking they're going to rally the Embiid injury. We see that from teams and they did for like a quarter and a half. And then they just said, nah, the one <laughs> it's really disturbing. Like is James Harden done as an elite player? I, I think that's a one question. If you're betting the Sixers, you got to have some faith that Harden can have a big game, carry them a little bit. I just think it's too many points. I really do. I think 
Philly's going to compete. I, I love the Heat. We've talked about that for months. How I've really, really enjoyed the Heat and what they bring to the table. But I just think it's too many points. I don't think Philly's just going to get run out in both games. But maybe it's. I, I feel a little bit better about the underdog in the other game than this one because I just don't know what the. <clears throat> I don't know what the 76ers are necessarily. Mm-hmm. What 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 is their ceiling without Embiid? Is can Harden be that guy to carry him for a game? And I'm not sure I can answer that. Frank, I was wondering, I know they pay you the big bucks over at Yahoo. Did you rent out Pfizer Forum tomorrow night? Is there a reason why we're playing game three on Saturday? <laughs> I don't, what is the deal? Yeah, there's no games on Thursday? Like, what? why? Femi, Femi the NBA scheduling taking, is so weird. Femi said they're taking Greyhound back to Milwaukee. I thought that was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, yeah, the Pony Express or something. I don't know. But yeah, how? literally, though, how does the NBA not have any... I was like, is there a scheduling conflict? They don't want to go again. No, they just don't have any games on a Thursday. I don't get that whatsoever. I, I don't either. Let's stay in terms of the Eastern Conference right now. Um, crucial, crucial game three and four coming up in Milwaukee. I still like the Bucks to win this series. I think they're the most complete team despite the Middleton injury. Do you believe the Middleton injury is a bit overblown? I'm not trying to diminish or dismiss what he can do. But in my opinion, he's the number three guy on that team. I, I like Holiday more because of what he gives you defensively. And they've got a lot of guys with the way Giannis plays who step up and are able to knock down shots. I mean, look, I love Chris Middleton. It's hard for me to divest myself, okay, as a Bucks fan. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that you look back to the playoff run last year and he, the, the role he plays, he's their closer. You can't give the ball to Giannis late in games. And we haven't seen a really close game without Middleton. If you, yeah. I mean, think about it. They blew out the Bulls three times, blew out the Celtics in game one, they got blown out. So we haven't seen what happens in crunch time. As much as I love Drew, he's a great, great player. Not really the guy who's just going to, hey, clear out. I got this. Where Middleton is that guy. Middleton hit so many clutch shots last year that I wonder in close games if it's going to show up. It might not show up, you know, if Grayson Allen's going to hit seven to nine threes or whatever. Yeah, okay. That, that you get through Middleton's injury with that way. But I think in close games it might show up because of how they play late what they need Middleton to do late in games. He's their creator late in games. But I will say, look, the way they played against the Bulls, the way they played in game one, you do start to think maybe this offense is better not having to facilitate for anybody else but Giannis. Just let Giannis do his thing. Drew is one of those guys who really picks his spots well. The other guys around, the Connaughtons, the Grayson Allens, they know their roles. So maybe it's almost a little bit of addition by subtraction. But I do wonder, I, I need to see the Bucks win a close game without Middleton before I'm going to jump on this bandwagon of the Middleton injuries a little overblown. We're speaking with Frank Schwab, Yahoo NFL and sports betting analyst. Uh, Frank, we're going to get to the NHL here in just a little bit, but one more NBA question, Dallas and Phoenix. You said you kind of like both dogs tonight here. What's drawing you to this Mavericks team? They're catching six in Phoenix tonight. I just like the Mavs. They, They played really well about the time of the Porzingis trade. It wasn't exactly when the Porzingis trade happened, but after the Porzingis trade, for sure, the just the, the chemistry of their team was different. I like the pieces they added. I I like the fact that they're not worried about Porzingis anymore and how to incorporate him. No, it's just it's just a Luca show and everybody else is chipping in. I really like the Mavericks. I did. I loved, liked them coming into the series. I took a piece of them in this series. Now, game one, they just got off to one of those starts. They were down like 22 to 6. You know, I mean, you could turn it off at that point. I think we see a much better Mavericks team in this game. And I wasn't really impressed with the Suns in the first round, obviously. they they I, I get it. There was injuries, all that kind of stuff. But the Suns team, I don't know if they're going to be quite as dominant through the playoffs as we thought they might be. Whereas the Mavericks, really like them. For the last couple of months, they won me a lot of bets. So I'm going to stick with them, getting those points. I think we get a competitive game tonight. Make some good points on that series there. I want to switch to the NFL. Uh, I thought the Jets and the Giants really had a terrific first round of the draft. Uh, you get Sauce Gardner, arguably the best DB. You get Garrett Wilson, arguably the best uh, uh, wide receiver. And then you get Johnson uh, from Florida State. And then you look at the Giants, they get Thibodeau and O'Neal. I mean, um, Neal. Yep. How do you feel about these two teams? Or is there anyone else, whether in the first round or the overall draft, that stood out to you? I really like the Jets. I mean, you, you didn't even mention Brees Hall, the best yeah. running back. You could right, say that the right. Jets came out of this draft, the best cornerback, the best receiver, the best running back. A lot of people had those guys ranked number one on their boards. So really like what the Jets did. Giants were fine. I thought they, you know, I didn't love what they did after the first few picks. Hey, look, if you have two top 10 picks, everybody's going to love your draft, right? Like, but after that, I didn't, I didn't love what they did. I, I like what the Eagles did. Look, you you go get A.J. Brown. Okay, I, I know what A.J. Brown can do. I don't know what Traylon Burks can do. I don't know if he's an NFL player. I know A.J. Brown's a top 10 talent in this league. 
So really like what the Eagles do. I love the Eagles to make the playoffs. I, they're even money right now to make the playoffs. And even to win the NFC East a little bit, although probably side with the Cowboys. But the Eagles make the playoffs, even money. Who's beating them for a wild card? Really, they were a wild card team last year. I think they got better. They know how they want to play. I think Sirianni probably is a good coach. And, and the wild card teams in the NFC, who are they? Like, who are we worried about? We're worried about the Vikings? We're worried about the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins? I think the Eagles had even money coming out of that draft to make the playoffs. That was one of my top plays. And then I, I, everybody loved what the Ravens did, right? Like, the Ravens mm -hmm. are just that team that is really, really good at drafting. I, I, I don't know why Cleveland's favored to win the division anymore. I don't, like, what did the Ravens do wrong last year other than get hurt? I mean, yeah, maybe that happens again. Maybe they get unlucky. But the Ravens were a contender before injuries just got to them. I really like the Ravens to bounce back. They're going to win the division. They're a really, really good franchise. Yeah, the Eagles plus 250 at DraftKings to win the NFC East and to throw in the Dallas Cowboys. Want to get your NHL plays here in a quick second. But first, any plays for you, offensive or defensive rookie of the year in the NFL? You know, one guy I liked defensive rookie of the year-wise is Carl Aftis, I'll probably mispronounce his name, but the Purdue edge rusher who went to Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. I mean, look, this could go to anybody. I don't think there's a, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson's great, all that. Yeah, Sauce Gardner, and, but it's hard for corners to win. I love Kyle Hamilton. It's uh, safety hasn't won since 1990. It's probably going to be an edge rusher, and I wanted somebody a little bit down the board. Carl Aftis goes to a high-profile situation with the Chiefs. He's going to be in a lot of big-time games. He's a, a guy who's going to be on the field a lot. If he gets close to double-digit sacks, I really do like him. I think he's, you know, in that 20-to-1 range. That value is just screaming to me. I really do like that. Offensively, I didn't know because the whole Kenny Pickett question is, Kenny Pickett starts, he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like, voters love quarterbacks. We know that. So mm -hmm. I need to really answer that before I, I, I make I punch any tickets, but like a Chris Olave, eleven to one, a Christian Watson at nine to one. I, I even Sky Moore uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs because Mahomes is his guy. If you really really like a receiver in this draft, that's the way to go. I, I'd I'd fade Brees Hall, fade Brees Hall here. Uh, Kenny Pickett, it, it, you, you just have to hope that he doesn't start anytime soon. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. See what happens in Pittsburgh, Frank. From a betting perspective, if you were looking to make a futures bet, maybe outside of Philly making the, the playoffs. But would you wait? Because it's interesting. I had a friend of mine who just made a futures bet, I think, on Tampa to win the NFC or the Super Bowl. And my thinking is right now, nothing's going to transpire until we get to training camp. I don't really see an edge in betting. I actually like to wait until we get to training camp in case somebody goes down due to injury. How do you approach it maybe from a betting standpoint right now over the next three to four months before the season really gets going? Yeah, I'm with you. I usually try to wait. Some I'll jump on if I think well, there's value here and I think it's going to go down. And the Ravens bet, I think, is a great example. I love the Ravens win this division. At some point, the NFL is going to tell us how many games Deshaun Watson has been suspended for, right? Like, and if it's six, if it's eight, if it's whatever, all of a sudden people are going to say, oh, I'm going to take the Ravens at the division, but those those odds might be cut to plus 140, plus 130. So something like that, but it takes a, a really weird situation like that. And I think the one thing we need to keep an eye out for too, is Debo Samuel going anywhere? Is DK Metcalf going anywhere? If you have an, have an idea where he's going, if you think he's going to Bears or something like that, maybe you want to get in early on that. But I'm with, I'm with you. I usually wait on those. Frank, in about 20 seconds, what's the strategy tonight in the NHL? I'm going against everybody who lost in, or everybody who won in game one, I'm going against them. Everybody who <laughs> lost in game one, I'm going with them. Zigzag theory here, except Toronto Maple Leafs. I think this is finally their year. I think the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to make a run. Well, it looks like you're going to be at three and one at best tonight because Carolina's winning. Look at that. Mm, no, 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 no. Like the Bruins. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that next week when that series is already over. <laughs> Amal calling his shot here. He is Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports NFL betting and analyst there. Frank, we appreciate you joining us as always, and we'll talk soon. Absolutely love it, guys. Thank you. Amal calling his shot on the Hurricanes. Well, Amal in, other side here. This is Odds On. Final segment coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers is a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the same conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Welcome back. This is the final segment of Odds On coming to you from the VEASAN studios at the Circa Resort and Casino. Femi Abebefe in for Mike Palm, Amal Shah in his usual spot. And this is the usual spot. The 45-minute mark is where you guys give out some plays. We will start with Amal in. Yeah, well, uh, I've got the Hurricanes tonight. Minus 120 against the Bruins here. I like uh, Carolina, the way they've played. Um, I I just think they're a more complete team. And sometimes, Femi, you have a team that has an opponent's number. You can't necessarily quantify or really figure out why that's the case. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a, a, the seems to be the situation with Carolina and Boston. So I'm going to go with the Hurricanes here. And then we've got a couple of plays from the Palm Reader, Mike Palm. Today in Madrid, Manchester City, Real Madrid, Ooh. a yes goal in the first 23 minutes. Hey Remember, now. If you saw some of the game yesterday between Villarreal and Liverpool, about two and a half minutes in, I think that was the first goal there. So first 23 minutes, there will be a goal scored. So the yes on that. And then... Um, Bruins, Hurricanes, first period, under one and a half, even money for one unit. Both plays are for one unit for Mike Palm. Uh, There is no Femi's fire today. The uh, fire will have to wait for another day. No plays for me, but I will be enjoying quite a bit of playoff basketball later this evening and a little Champions League soccer that Man City. We'll see if we can get the All-England final, which we've gotten two of the last three years, I believe it is, in the UEFA Champions League. Yeah, I I think that would be best because they're they're the two best clubs, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And to have... Well, you talk about an opportunity if you are Manchester City because you control your own fate in the Premier League. You're yep. a point ahead of Liverpool, and now you got a chance to win Champions League, something that's eluded you, uh, really an opportunity to close it out. On the flip side, if Jurgen Klopp's side could win this one, it would be an impressive feat. Can you imagine if Liverpool pulled off the quadruple? I mean, it's, it seems like it's unlikely because Man City controls their own destiny in the Premier League, but I think it's the Westgate in town here that has plus 400 on Liverpool to pull off the quadruple here. Yeah, FA Cup... Um, the Carabao Cup, Cup, League Cup. Yeah, and then, of course, the Premier League and then Champions yeah. League. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be something. Let's get a quick uh, update on the MLB games in progress. I know you were sweating this one out. Britain, our producer, sweating this out as well. Diamondbacks and the Marlins right now. Arizona leads 6-3 in the bottom of the sixth. We're scoreless in New York out in Queens. Braves, Mets, nothing, nothing here. Top of the fifth. I know you have a play on that one. You're on the Mets for the full game, correct? Yeah, I am. And uh, right now, uh, a couple of ducks on the pond for the Braves at runners at the corners. Uh, Mego's been pretty effective so far. 77 pitches uh, through four and two-thirds innings as he gets a strikeout. And right now, uh, again, uh, first and third now with two outs for the Mets. Pirates lead the Tigers in Detroit. That's 2-0 in the bottom of the fifth. 
San Diego Padres lead the Cleveland Guardians 3-1. And in the game that you are sweating here with the Cardinals, the Cardinals St. Louis, they lead Kansas City 5-0, top of the six. And you are on the birds, I believe. Yeah, I am. I really, I don't know if I'd call it sweating. I mean, uh, we're trying to see if the Royals can actually break through in this game. I mean, uh, Nolan Arenado, after the first two guys get walked, hits a three-run shot, and uh, they take care of business. I thought it was going to be a good bounce back for them after losing 7-1 to yesterday against the Kansas City team that you're going to see a tough time stringing, uh, you know, winning streaks together. And my beloved Mariners trailing the Houston Astros 1-0, bottom of the second, as the Astros have the bases loaded with one out. So hopefully that goes well for my M's. Well, critical spot here, right? You mentioned one nothing Sacks pack, but remember, Seattle hasn't scored in 18 innings now, 19 including the uh, 20 including the first two innings so far. Uh, Berlander on the mound, a challenging spot here with Brantley at the plate. You know, if he gets a base hit here, you go 3 nothing potentially 4 nothing. It's going to be an uphill climb for Seattle, it appears to be the case. We have a game that's about to get underway on the diamond in about 40-ish, 45-ish minutes or so between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Oakland Athletics. It's out in the Bay Area, first pitch, 1237. Anything for you in this one? The Rays minus 130 around that range here. The total, six and a half. No, a tough beat last night for Oakland. They give up a two-run homer to Mike Zanino in the bottom, excuse me, top of the ninth with one out. Uh, looked like they were going to be able to close it out with a 5-3 lead, but unable to do so. And then we see Tampa put up five runs in the top of the 10th inning there. But uh, no play on this game here. Uh, Kluber against Montas. Uh, you know, Frankie's ERA has not been great, but his whip's been pretty good. Uh, Kluber on the other side, 3.05 ERA, but the whip over one at 1.16. So interesting matchup here. Daytime game, total of six and a half. Uh, if you're going to play a total, I'd lean towards the over despite the two good pitchers on the mound. Daytime, ball carries a lot better in Oakland. Do you get involved in these doubleheaders? Because we have a doubleheader for Tigers, Pirates, and also Guardians, Padres. Like when you're handicapping and you're seeing these quick turnarounds, because both those games scheduled to start 140, depending on whatever their game ones end. But how do you kind of go about navigating these doubleheaders in the betting market? I just kind of, you know, if there's something where I feel like there might be an edge or an opportunity. Um, you know, I thought the Mets game yesterday was a good one where we saw it turn out to be high scoring, that it would turn out to be a little bit lower scoring in the second game. It was 3 nothing. So just it really based on how the game or the result of the first one plays out. Well, let's just go down the board here. Rangers and the Phillies, they'll be taking on a little interleague play here in Philadelphia. Right now, the Phillies around minus 170 on the money line, the total sitting at 8. Anything stand out to you between Texas and Philadelphia? Um, you know, to me, uh, I look at this matchup. Thought yesterday Ranger Suarez was overpriced, and now today you look at this Rangers team again with a big price with Perez against Zach Wheeler. Wheeler has not pitched well. Comes in with a 5.79 ERA. Uh, Philly scuffling right now. Um, I, I'm just not a big fan of taking the uh, fly, uh, Flyers. Uh, the Phillies <laughs> in this particular spot here at 170. I would be more apt to take the Rangers at plus 150 before taking Philly, even though I'm a big Zach Wheeler guy, even though he's off to a rough start so far. I believe Alex Bregman just drove a couple home here for Houston. After Brantley, him, yeah. After Brantley got a, a two in, huh? So he brought yeah. in one more. Yeah. So uh, so four nothing right now. The Astros lead. Bottom of the second. One out to go, or one out, I should say, right now in the bottom of the second. Two runners on in first and second. So the Mariners in a little bit of trouble early in Houston. Let's keep going down the card though. Four oh five first pitch in Baltimore. Orioles hosting the Minnesota Twins. Twins the favorites minus one forty on the money line. The total hovering around seven and a half. Uh yeah, I've not gotten involved in a lot of games. Remember Baltimore they moved the fences back out in uh, left field there. So seen a little bit of a challenge. You don't you're not used to seeing these types of lower numbers in uh, Baltimore, but this Orioles team, uh, you know, we expect them to struggle all year long and today Coming in at 8-16 and 16 with Bradish on the mound going up against Dylan Bundy, who's gotten off to a quick start here, Femi. I don't think it's a bad price on um, uh, Bundy here at minus 145 uh, with the Twinkies against Baltimore. Really fun game in the AL East. New York Yankees taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. Right now the Yankees minus 145 on the money line. The Blue Jays plus 125. Total sitting at 8 with the juice towards the over. Um you know, Toronto needs this game. The Yankees are just sizzling. It, it really is amazing how well this team continues to play. I think they've won 11 in a row uh, now. Scored nine unanswered against the uh, Blue Jays yesterday. But it's funny. As well as they've played, they've got a three-and-a-half game lead on Toronto. You win this game if you're Toronto, you're only three back in the loss column after today. I mean, I know it's yeah. early to be looking at the standings, but give the Yankees a ton of credit for what they've been able to do. I still feel like at some point in time they're going to hit a bit of a hiccup. Um, 
but to me, uh, I, I would be ready to go against a team on such a big winning streak here. I, I would take the dog here. The Yankees' biggest rival, the Boston Red Sox, they're hosting the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or whatever they're calling themselves these days. Red Sox minus 135, the favorites over at Fenway Park. Angels plus 115 total is sitting at eight. Yeah, this is uh, not a game I'm going to get involved in. Yesterday we saw the shutout uh, by Boston against the Angels. Speaking of which, this is the first time in baseball history that all four teams in the two big markets are in first place at the same time. Mets, Yankees, Angels, and Dodgers. I'm sure Major League Baseball is probably happy about that. Uh, the Windy Ser- the Windy City Series, say that 10 times fast. The Chicago White Sox and the Chicago Cubs, the Cubs the home team there in the north side, but it's the Southsiders who are the favorites, minus 115, Cubs plus 130, the totals at seven at Wrigley Field. Yeah, I, I'm not going to get involved in this game, but this is an opportunity for the White Sox to get back on track. They win yesterday. This Cubs team is just anemic. But if you're the White Sox, if you can just navigate these injuries that you have right now, primarily Elroy Jimenez, um, I think they got a chance to get back on track. I don't believe it's a division where anyone's going to run away and hide. Mm -hmm. So there's an opportunity if you're the White Sox, and you've got to do it against teams like the Cubs. The Giants and the Dodgers, I want to skip ahead to this one because I know a lot of people are going to have their eyeballs on this game. Giants, Dodgers out in the National League West. Right now the Dodgers minus 160, the consensus on the money line, Giants plus 135, the total sitting at seven and a half. Yeah, uh, this is a big game here with Wood going against Gonsolin. Um, you know, the Giants have, excuse me, the Dodgers have struggled a bit against left-handed pitching, and now you've got a lefty going in Alex Wood. The Dodgers are around uh, 220 as a team against lefties. So for me, I think this is the game, if you're the Giants, you've got to get, and there's going to be an opportunity here. Last night they had an opportunity, runners on second and third in the seventh inning, only got one in and they end up coming up short against the Dodgers. Before we wrap things up, your play for the day, Amal in is on the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes and Mike Palm with, uh, obviously, the first 23 minutes to a goal to be scored between Real Madrid and uh, Manchester City, which goes at uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, and then uh, no under one and a half uh, first period between the Bruins and Hurricanes. That does it for the show. Thank you to Frank Schwab, NFL and sports betting analyst at Yahoo Sports. For Amal Shah, I'm Femi Abedfe, our entire crew here at Circa. Coming up next, betting across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum on VCD Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.